Hello and welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves His people. Everybody, welcome to this week's episode of our weekly dose of Success God's Way. So excited to have you guys back for our topic this week. And just want to give a shout out to all of those of you who have liked or subscribed to the Hustle with Heart podcast. These weekly dose episodes become the Hustle with Heart podcast. And I love that it's not just reaching people in our Success God's Way Facebook group, but it's truly reaching people probably that I don't even know. And really, um, the Lord's message is my beacon for this work that I do. So, so excited to be sharing with you all. And thank you for following along. As you're following along, I really want to encourage you to always comment here in Success God's Way or in the podcast Um, comment section. Just let me know how the topic resonates with you. Um, Be sure to share it with other people. And then most certainly leave me a review on uh, the podcast because um, then I know, you know, it's really reaching people and bringing value. So tonight's topic is it's about time. And, you know, it really is a play on words because I was thinking about this topic earlier this morning and saying, You know, there are points in our business as God-centered entrepreneurs where we think, well, it is about time, Lord, because I've been waiting on this change or I have been waiting on this breakthrough. And um, at the same time, this topic is about time. And uh, so we're going to talk about two different types of time tonight. And my hope is that this gives you the, the impetus to go and look this up and really do your own research around this. But it's really about God's time and his perfect timing versus our time. I really wish I had the clip. I might have to do um, in our Success God's Way group uh, a gift. Um, Veruca Salt uh, from Willy Wonka where she's like, I want it now. And that is kind of how we get to be as God-centered entrepreneurs. You know, we want success now. We want things to happen now. We want our team to grow now. We want our volume to grow now. We want crowds of people coming through the door now. We want this title or that promotion now. And it's especially true when we sort of set the goal and put a date beside it. Because if that date comes and goes, then we tend to beat ourselves up over not reaching that goal in that timeline. So tonight we're going to talk about God's time versus our time. And the, the, the definitions of those or the words that represent those are two words. So there's chronos, which is a Greek word for the chronological or sequential type of time. It is, it's a specific amount of time. It's quantitative and measurable, and it's generally the way that we define our work days, our work weeks. Uh, I'm going to come back to that in a second, versus Kairos time. Kairos is spelled K-A-I-R-O-S, and the dictionary defines this as a propitious moment for decision or action, the right critical or opportune moment. Biblically, it means God's moment 
of grace, when conditions are right, it is qualitative and it is permanent in nature. So I want you to catch that. Chronos, which is how we define time, is quantitative, measurable, but not always permanent in nature, whereas God's movement of time, kairos, is permanent in nature. Kairos is about symmetry. It's about all things working together in exactly the right time. You know, it's it's mentioned actually 86 times in the New Testament. It, it's it's talked about as fullness of time. And and when God brings the harvest or when God brings to fruition his promises for us. So why do we get so caught up in time, in time and time? So I want to take you a little bit around. We're going to do some uh, some New Testament, some Old Testament tonight. So um, hopefully you can keep up with me. So first of all, we're going to go to Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16. And this is what the Apostle Paul says. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. So be careful how you live. 16, redeeming the time. So making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. So redeeming the time to make the most of every opportunity, not getting caught up in the world, redeeming, meaning meaning make sure you're trading your time for something of equal value. And then in Ecclesiastes 3, 1, It says, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says. In his wisdom and sovereignty, God sets an appropriate time for everything. At the right time, Christ was born. At the right time, he lifts us up. And we cannot run ahead of God's timing. His blessings are always worth the wait. So can you see the difference in chronos, chronological, um, quantifiable, measurable time versus Kairos. And I think where we get tripped up as God-centered entrepreneurs on this pursuit of success God's way is we want everything to be in chronological time and we want to define time and we don't want to wait. And we don't, we don't want to be caught up and caught off guard by God shifting his direction. Uh, and it's really a matter of trust. It's really a matter of trust. So a couple of things here, Um, especially as entrepreneurs. Yes, our work takes time. It takes chronos time. And being an entrepreneur takes action and it takes measurable action and it takes action in a logical sequence. However, um, we cannot get too caught up in the way time is defined because first of all, as an entrepreneur, how many times are you actually working in a nine to five world? Or working a work week. Like, does your work week really look like Monday through Friday when you're an entrepreneur? Um, Do you sometimes work on the weekend? Do you sometimes work on vacation? You know, it's, it's um, it's very well known to say, create a life you don't need a vacation from. But you guys, like, entrepreneurship takes work. Let's not fool ourselves. And let's not oversell it in a way that it makes people think it's not actually work. However... We cannot get caught up in defining time from a Kronos perspective because we know that we have to work at different times. Um, But we have to seek within that Kronos time, those Kairos moments. 
Um, and, and that's why we can't really define what our work week looks like because a Kairos moment may come up where you're at a birthday party and you have the opportune time to ask someone about your business or to share a solution that your business provides. So it's being open to those opportune times that don't always happen between I'm going to just only reach out to customers between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., right? Make sense? Um, so we have to be open to seeking that Kairos time. And ultimately, our seeking of that time is really as God-centered entrepreneurs with this vessel God has given us to truly bring people to Christ, seeking that Kairos time to share Christ with someone else through our service, through the vehicle of our business. We have to see time as an opportunity and take advantage of it and know that some moments are more valuable than others. We have to be aware of that. We have to be present. And when I say being present, I mean, whatever you're doing, be present in what that is. You know, sometimes I think we get so caught up in what we should be doing or shouldn't be doing. I'm going to address that in a second, that we miss the opportunity to be present in what we're doing. So if you're working your business, be present. But if you're playing games with your kids, be present. You know, I heard a leader share once that she was, it was the end of the month. She was working toward a big promotion and her young son had asked her to play a card game with her. And she had been so busy working toward this promotion that she said, yes, let me take this time and spend with him. But as they were playing the game, she kept checking her phone, checking her phone. And he said to her, you're not playing the game. You're checking your phone. So be present in that time. That is an opportune moment. That is a Kairos moment. In Psalm 46.10, God tells us to be still and know that he is God because he will be exalted among the nations and exalted in the earth. And what that means is to cease striving. So again, those are Kairos moments when chaos threatens seeking him, stepping back and taking the time to seek him. And there's a fantastic portion in my Charles Stanley Bible that talks about confidence in the time of distress. Um, but we've got to look for those moments and, and be aware that God is always there and always going out before us to do the work. Um, he's always aligning those opportunities, but we have to be open to finding those opportunities. Secondly, we have to change our view of effectiveness in order to truly embrace the Kairos versus the Kronos moments. So here's the deal. Biblical effectiveness is not necessarily cramming everything we can into the 24 hours that we have. Um, our senses have to stay attuned to opportunity and we have to be surrendered to him and seeking him first because only when we do that does that allow him to open doors that no one can shut. So we have to rethink what effectiveness means for us in our walk as God-centered entrepreneurs. And I just want to take you to Revelations 3, verse 7. Let me get there. Which says, <clears throat> Revelations 3, verse 7. Seven, verse 7, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right? So this is instruction being given um, to, to write to the church of Philadelphia. These things says he who is holy, the Lord, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens at doors that no one shuts 
and shuts doors that no one opens. So if he has the power to create the world, the power to create us, the power to open doors that no one can shut and shut doors that no one can open, how much are we to be trusting and surrendered to him and seeing what effectiveness looks like from his perspective? So embracing those Kairos moments fully, leaving room for him to do what he is supposed and and wants to do for us, not limiting him by overfilling every set piece of white space in our calendar. Let us not let our diligence toward Kronos time choke out our attention to Kairos time. So it's taking the action and it's being diligent and godly diligence and being intentional, but it's also knowing that those little steps open our calendar and our schedule up for Kairos moments that God is going to put in our space. Because here's the deal. No one can be harvesting all the time. No one. It is impossible to harvest all the time. Think about the seasons for a farmer. They cannot possibly be harvesting 24-7. There is seed time and there is harvest time, right? So we have to allow the seeds that we plant through our action and then wait on the Kairos time for those, those things to be harvested. I want to read you something from my friend, Laura Mercurio. Uh, she's a sideline sister in Arbonne, and she posted this today. Um, I'm shooting all over myself today. Like, I should do this, and I should do that. I only should on myself on days that I feel low energy, sluggish, and motivated. Anybody? I'm raising my hand. Anybody relate to that? I give myself, this is so key, you guys, I give myself little to no credit on those uber productive days. And then on the days where my body is screaming for a break, the mental assaults and shoulds come out of the woodwork. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we do this to ourselves? And I love that. I asked her if I could share that with you tonight because I want to encourage you to stop shoulding all over yourself. Guys, I was shouldn't all over myself earlier today. I specifically carve out my, uh, Sunday as my Sabbath day. I go to church. I go to the service. I volunteer at church. I take time in the afternoon to write out my, my weekly dose. Um, but I also take time out in the afternoon to spend time with my husband or go out with friends or whatever that looks like. But on the way to church this morning, I'm shooting all over myself. Well, I should be doing more reach out. And I should be reaching out to these people. And I should have followed up with those people. But yet I committed to the Lord that I would keep the Sabbath specifically for him. Stop shooting all over yourself, guys. Know that you have Kronos time, but allow space for Kairos time. And only in the time that you're truly being and being open to those opportunities will you be able to see how God connects the dots for us. And by the way, guys, Satan loves us to be in that place. Satan loves when we're shooting all over ourselves. He loves to distract us with that. He loves to introduce doubt. Oh, you haven't done enough. You haven't talked to enough people, et cetera, et cetera. He loves for us to be in that space. So when you're in that space, step back and say, hold on, I'm shooting all over myself. And my Lord and Savior has already claimed victory for me. So get behind me, Satan, because you're not distracting me today. We think that stop that not being in action, we think that taking that, that time to be open to Kairos is lazy. 
But yet motivating ourselves by a legalistic desire to keep ourselves in line. So motivating ourselves by just saying, I have to do this and I have to get it done. And this is the way it's got to be, et cetera, et cetera, is a faulty strategy because we cannot maintain it for any length of time. Remember the privilege of God's grace, of his divine direction, of his divine timing, Kairos, and his divine interruption and course correction. We have to allow space for that. And that's where Kairos time comes in. So last couple of things. Um, it's important that you're spending time with the Lord daily so you know his character. And you can realize that God is not a father in heaven barking out orders at us. <laughs> that is not who he is. And he did not create us for chaos. He is active in our lives. He is working on our behalf. And he gave us the Holy Spirit to equip and empower us to do the work that he's called us to do. So I want to leave you with two really important scriptures that helped me today as I was writing this out and feeling like I should, I should, I should. And then I stepped back and said, hold on a second. God has given me a vision. He's painted that vision for me. And that three-year vision that he's given me doesn't all have to happen in 24 hours. It doesn't even have to happen in a week. It doesn't even have to happen in a month. Because guess what? His definition of a day is so vastly different than ours. Really quickly, in Psalm 90, <clears throat> Moses writes, For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, like a watch in the night. So to God, a day is like a thousand years. And to us, like, our, you know, a thousand years to us is like a day. I mean, just tuning into his definition of that time. So here's what I want to leave you with. Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So in other words, God is always faithful to finish what he begins, and he does so in a way, you guys, that is above and beyond all that we can ever ask or imagine. So do not underestimate what he will continue to do through you and through your faithfulness long after he's given you the vision and you've taken action. He is going to complete what he has started in you. And then lastly, I want to take you to Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper the thing for which I sent it. And this is what uh, Dr. Charles Stanley says. God's word is living and powerful. We are wise to honor him in following his word and sharing that with others effectively and correctly. But you guys, his word does not return void. So whatever he has spoken over you, he is going to complete. And it doesn't matter how fast you try to move. You can't move faster than him. And you do not want to try to get outside of his will. Because what we create outside of his will, we have to maintain outside of his will. So I hope you found that helpful tonight. Remember Kronos versus Kairos. Remember to leave room for Kairos in your life because as God-centered entrepreneurs, ultimately he has called us to build a business that honors him, serves his people and impacts the kingdom. And the only way we can do that is 
is to be fully surrendered and in tune with what he is doing through our faithfulness. That's our weekly dose. Get down below. Let me know how this resonates with you. If you are new to Success God's Way, the community, welcome. If you're listening to this by podcast, get over to Facebook and join our Success God's Way community. And as always, um, if you need support in walking this journey, please let me know. I'd love to help you have ultimate and optimal health for the impact that you're called to make. And I'd also love to help you along the pursuit of success God's way. Have a fantastic evening. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode.